Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the High Impact Health Podcast. Is your host, Dr. Diamond Jones, physical therapist and fitness coach. Today, I am honored with a special guest, uh, Dr. Olu from uh, the Fit Club. I think he is one fifth of the Fit Club. Kind of weird how uh, how I just said that, but I met this uh, this cool and awesome guy on Instagram, and uh, we just hit it off right back, man. Loving each other's content, going back and forth, and I love people who like to practice what they preach. So I definitely get some exercise tips from him. Thank you, Dr. Olu, for coming on to the show. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate you inviting me on your podcast. Once again, it's Dr. Olufemi Shinobi, but you guys can call me Dr. Olu. Out of New York City, really just enjoying this PT journey, connecting with great PTs such as yourself, and uh, we really just going to keep pushing this profession forward. Yeah, man, I, and uh, I definitely um, commend you for, for saying that, and uh, definitely love the fact that you are out there, and uh, we, we, we definitely are going to push this uh, this uh, this. Uh, Geez, uh, I forgot the word. Uh, push this profession forward, man. So uh, cool. Let's dive into a little bit of your background and uh, what got you started with Fit Club. Because that's an awesome company to work for, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> no worries, man. Well, it all started in 1980. Now I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, for the past ten years, I've been working in the health and fitness industry. I started out when I was 18 as a personal trainer. And uh, I really just fell in love with movement at that age, like really like went down the rabbit hole and tried to learn as much as I could. And um, I just realized with my patients, with my clients at the time that I would be seeing is sometimes people get injured and, uh, and it's not necessarily they were getting injured working out sometimes they were getting injured working out when they weren't with me or people just get injured necessarily because they don't have a lot of strength and resilience they're very fragile and uh my whole plan from that point was to help people become anti-fragile or just very resilient be able to essentially respond to the impacts of life especially being here in new york city where you have to walk a lot where you have to stand on a train. So you really have to be a little bit more resilient than the average American when you live in a city that has such physical demands. And um, it was basically just the love of human movement, helping people, and just one of the natural progressions in my career. Yeah, man, yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, where did you go to PT school? I went to PT school right here in Brooklyn, New York City, SUNY Downstate Medical Center. Um, really small program. I was one of, I think, 25 people. Wow. Uh, really great bunch. Uh, yeah, it was very intimate. We were very close. Everyone helped each other out. Um, what, some of my best years, essentially, just really putting your head down into a book with a bunch of like-minded people. Um, it was a great experience at Downstate, and I'm, I'm a true Downstate representative. If you follow my Instagram story, you'll know that I'm always there shouting it out. <laughs> downstate, hashtag Downstate. So if anyone from uh, Downstate is listening to this, definitely uh, share this out and uh, know that Dr. Olu is showing you some love. Most definitely. For sure. Yeah, so, so tell me a, a little bit how uh, you got in, uh, in it with Dr. Kells at, at Fit Club. Man, that's, 
like I said, that's an awesome company. We um one of the other hot podcasts I help host. I mean, this this guy was just spitting fire. So to see you as part of that team, I just know you've got some 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 good stuff to tell me. But uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and keep it uh you know professional here. But uh, but for sure, tell me uh you know how you got started with them and what that journey been like. Oh man, so essentially. I was working for another company. This is more of a uh, a corporate big box PT company that we have in um, the city here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool. I enjoyed it. But uh, honestly, I felt like I wasn't using my skill set the way I should, um, especially with my um, long pass and strength and conditioning. I just felt that I should be in an environment that sort of allowed me to use those skills, of course. And um, so a buddy of mine was working essentially like per diem at Fit Club. But this same buddy was going to go become a a physical, a a clinical director at another company. So he didn't really have time to work at Fit Club part-time anymore. And he just thought I would be a great fit to take over those um, part-time clients because they were very um, high-level sports-based clients. And um, one thing came to another. I started working part-time at Fit Club and I uh, got to meet with Dr. Kells and I really just believed in the vision and how he wanted to push the profession forward. And um, just overall a really great dude, very inspiring person. So it was like a no-brainer that I would have to make that shift. Man, uh, that's an awesome story. And just being in the right place at the right time is something I can contest to. I mean, it's it's so cool to see that someone pick, you know, they're like, hey, you have this really cool skill set. Let's match it with the population that fit that uh, that skill set, which is something I uh, try to push to do as well. Like I have a skill set that I want to embrace. So um, I'm trying to find as many people that I can help within that skill set. So awesome stuff, man. Let's go ahead and uh, switch gears a little bit to uh, health, sports performance and wellness, which is the kind of the theme of this podcast and the theme of the high impact um, overall, man. But I, I love I love how much you all are in the community, uh, like setting up shop. I think uh, were you all in like one of the squares recently? Like it was like a couple of months ago. That was like one of the squares. Just pull out your massage table and was giving people like soft tissue. Was, it was actually pretty cool to watch, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basketball courts and y'all are literally out there in community. Like I know y'all put a lot of good stuff on online, but you you all yeah. show up and y'all show out. So tell me a little bit about that. What's the goal when you all get out there? Obviously, some marketing, but you have to tell me that there's a a, a point to it when it comes to just making the overhaul health of of New York uh, just better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so now that's when you really get into my purpose here. Right. Like, I could be doing anything in the world, to be honest with you. I really feel that way. But I chose. I chose to help people move and live better. And and I am so committed to that. And I will do it every day of my life. So when you see Fit Club, Dr. Kell and I, the rest of the team, outside, that was Madison Square Park, um, Flatiron area of New York City that you're talking about. Essentially... We're not passive individuals. I don't think New Yorkers are passive individuals in general. We will go to you. Um, I mean, the research is out there. People do not understand what physical therapy is, right? Right. Physical therapy is highly underutilized 
So we're not just going to keep talking about it. We're going to go out there and show people what physical therapy is, right? And that's what we did. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to continue to do. So that day we went out to the park. Uh, we opened up our treatment tables and we were literally helping people. It's that simple. Of course, people wanted to know more about what we did. Of course, they took our cards and then they came to see us in the clinic. Um, but at the end of the day, our overall goal and the action that sort of sort of like lives that overall goal is us going out there, being where the people are. So if you so if there's a big basketball tournament going on, people need recovery. People need to understand how to better move their body. So we're going to be there to provide that information to you. And if you think you want to see us after that because you like the service or the information that we pass to you, even better. Um, so it's, it's really two reasons. First off, to help the people of New York City move and live better. And secondly, to go to our customers. We are going to go to you. Don't worry about it. We don't make excuses. We go and get it, basically. Yeah, yeah, man. And uh, and then, like I said, I love that you all do that. You're not just on social media preaching and, and just talking about stuff, but actually practicing what you preach and getting out there in community because it really is about, you know, how many people are you helping in your local area? I can't come up there to New York and, uh, and, school and basically what you got going on. So I got to stay down here in South G and provide my community. And then you stay up, you know, you do your thing and we can share content and stuff online. But the most important thing is, are you getting out there and giving back to your community, whatever your skill set is. So whether it be sports performance, wellness, health, getting out there to your community and uh, providing that care. So cool stuff, man. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So yeah, like I said earlier, I mean, and, and like I said a few times, you practice what you preach, man. I see I see your Instagram. You are putting in some work, man. You are putting in some work, all kinds of cool exercises that you, um, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you provide. Tell me a little bit about what your platform is and what your goal is every time you post something on you know, Facebook, every time you post something on Instagram. Like, are you educating? Are you just providing a service? Like, what is your goal there? And kind of tie it back into sport performance, health, and wellness. So, um, essentially, social media is amazing to me. Reason being is because, essentially, when I'm, when I'm in front of a patient, I can let them know something in front of a client, I can tell them something, I can show them that tweak. But social media literally puts all of my information, which I am so eager to share, in front of millions of people, literally, right? So it just increases my scope to such a higher level that like, I feel so inspired to post. I, it's like, wow, there are people who don't have this information. I need to post. Why not post and give them this value here? It's so easy. It's small things. It's extremely practical. Uh, my whole thing about social media um, and the way I'm doing things is I don't want to get into the whole trying to impress my peers thing, mm -hmm. right? So I noticed that with social media, a lot of us, we're like, we're like having conversations only with other movement professionals, whether it be physical therapists, uh, strength and conditioning coaches, or massage therapists, chiros. But that's not really my purpose. You guys have the information, right? I'm still going to connect with you all because you are my peers and I love to connect with my peers. But my goal is literally to help people on a larger scale. And um, 
that's why I just put out practical tips. I might throw one post or two that is more so centered towards my, um, to my peers, but it's really just to help people perform better when they're in the gym. Even in my bio, it says, taking the pain away from your gains, right? You know, like, I really live by that. I want to show you how you can do things better, how you can do things correctly for a certain intention, right? And uh, essentially, that's my goal with social media, and that's what I continue to do every day. Yeah, man, that's some powerful stuff, and I can definitely contest that. So many times we get wrapped up in trying to impress each other, like, oh, you know, what does Dr. Obu think about my cool post? And it's like, really, like, what does his people that, you know, like, you know, his uh, his followers and all that kind of stuff think about my post? That's really what I, I care about. It's like, hey, you know, shout out to you, shout out to me. But more importantly, like, what are the people that don't know this information think about this? Is it digestible? Does it have a lot of medical jargon in it? And as long as we can mm. check those boxes to say no, 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 um, then, you know, or yes, you know, when it comes to it being easier, uh, I just felt we're really getting the best thing for our buck when we post and not trying to impress each other, um, but impress the people out there and provide a great value. So cool, man. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. I can contest that. You talked about, you know, Fit Club and for one, it's in the name exactly what the pur purpose is, which is an awesome branding tool. But right. more importantly, you all see, um, I know, um, you know, athletes and people from all walks of life. But let's talk about the sports performance side. And I've seen that you all put something on today about, you know, a gentleman that's, you know, playing basketball or whatever his, you know, his training goal was. But you all do see a large population um, of athletes. So talk about yeah. that a little bit and uh, some systems that you all use rather be FMA or, you know, FFNS or whatever it's called, um, some systems that, that, that you all do to, to walk an athlete through. And, you know, taking me through if I was an athlete from, like, injury to, like, you know, you know dunking on Dr. Kales, uh, and don't tell him that I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. So I, I'll bring it on for you, right? So, like any place, um, at least I hope so, you know, when we get a new patient or a new client, whether their goal is, um, you know, everyone's end goal at Fit Club usually is fitness high-level performance to some extent. Um, that's, that's essentially why people usually come to us, right? Um, so, for instance, every athlete starts out with an initial evaluation where their movement is broken down, where we are trying to find areas in which we can enhance and essentially tie everything back to their goals. Everything is goal-centered. Goal, goal, goal. I say goal probably a hundred times in a day, I promise <laughs> you. Because once again, as clinicians, we can become very egocentric about what we're doing. And we just think something is cool, but it's not in relation to the person's goal, right? Right. So um, essentially in, at Fit Club, we break down movement and we try to optimize movement for whatever that goal may be. Some people, they want to run faster. Some people, they want to run without pain and then run faster. Uh, the gentleman you're speaking of this morning that was on Instagram, he wants to perform better at basketball, specifically his power, right? Um, so we're building power with him and we're working on that every time. And those goals are always reiterated Everything we do is to get us one step closer towards that goal. 
as far as some of the um, treatment and uh, treatment uh, styles that we use, we're very progressive. Um, we keep things evidence-based, but we're not limited by that because we do know that some things just have not caught up to the evidence as of yet, right? Right. And um, we essentially just want to make sure that we're giving people the best service. So once again, everybody at Fit Club is a licensed physical therapist and CSCS certified, right? Um, most people at our, at, our, at our place are SFMA or FMS certified as well. Um, we even have some FRC practitioners as well. And we use all of the popular, um, essentially, platforms that you would think of to break down movement and help people to move better. And we're not limited to one specific thing. We try to take everything from everywhere, take what's good, and use it to help someone move better and get towards their goal. Yeah, absolutely. And for those out there that have no idea what those cool acronyms just were, um, essentially what they are are basically uh, screening tools that um, a lot of practitioners and clinicians use in order to help break down movement in a, in a, in a systematic way. Instead of saying, hey, you know, squat, and then, you know, oh, okay, that hurt. Uh, these uh, these tools give them ability to kind of dive deeper into what's going on and basically break those down. So for those out there that want to know what FM, uh, FMS or FMA um, and all the other screen tools are, that's exactly what that is. So thanks, man, for um, for letting me know that you all have that and uh, kind of what the, the purpose is and how cool it is to to uh, add those into uh, your um, treatment philosophy, more or less. So, Absolutely. Cool. I also want to mention, uh, I've been adding a lot of really interesting neuro-based concepts into yeah. my more orthopedic pack practice. Um, I definitely want to give a shout out to Integrated Kinetic Neurology. Mm -hmm. I, uh, uh, Kyle Paxton, uh, who was one of the founders, I took uh, the... IKN performance course last weekend in DC and um, a lot of knowledge bombs were dropped, right? Um, a lot of different ways to look at movement, not only from a biomechanical standpoint, but from also the neurological side on how we can improve performance using these neural concepts. A lot of the neural concepts that we actually learned in PT school that you probably wouldn't think you would use so much in the orthopedic practice, but I find them highly applicable at certain times under certain circumstances. And it was really just a great way to think about movement from more of a neuro side and combine that with my like heavy emphasis in biomechanics. So definitely want to shout out integrated kinetic neurology for a great course. Yeah, man. Appreciate that. And you know, this is a great platform to do that. Hopefully those guys hear it. If not, then we'll definitely tag them in the, uh, Whenever, whenever we drop this down, out, oh, man. Yeah, um, that's um, that that's a cool concept, right? And I actually love what you have in your Instagram post, where it's like basically gains without any pain, right? Because that whole concept of no pain or gain has really been in a lot of people's minds, even if they're not athletes. I had a yeah. a, 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 a woman that I was doing an eval on the other day. She's like, yeah, you know, I just, I just pushed through it. I just pushed through it. I just pushed through it. And to see the look on her face when I said. It's okay if you don't push through it and you just stop at 30 minutes if it starts bothering you and get back to it after 30 minutes. And she was like, 
oh, I never thought about it like that. And, and you know, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, you know, she's not even an athlete who I primarily see, but it was cool to see the relief on her face. And, I, and I'm sure that the same could be said to athletes when we tell them, hey, it's okay if you're trying to injure, it's okay if you're battling back from something. The gains that you would lose for, be, for making this be a chronic thing is far more detrimental than, 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 uh, than uh, it would be if we get this taken care of now in a progressive loading manner, like you mentioned, in a progressive way. Right. <laughs> the, 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 the stuff that we see when we tell people, hey, it's okay if you're feeling this, let's just modify some activity. Let's work with the things that do, modify the things that don't. You just see them take off, man. It's, it's actually pretty awesome. So, yeah, definitely combining orthopedics and neuro and, you know, all that is, is definitely something I love doing as well. So cool. Definitely. Um, and just to piggyback on what you're saying about the, um, the whole, like, culture of pain is good, right? Uh, you know, I really, I, you know, I, I sort of, I've been through this and I had the mindset shift especially coming from the uh, health and fitness, strength and conditioning industry where no pain, no gain is like such a strong saying that's engraved in us. Right. And um, it really takes a huge mindset shift. Like when you have to have a, a patient or client understand that like being extremely sore is not always the best indicator of a great workout, right? right. Or, or that, if you are in pain, maybe you should dial it back. And it's sort of like going against this culture we created of like just punishing ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I just find it very interesting, the, the paradigm shift that's happening in our, in our industry and how people are going about things and understanding that pain is a response. Sometimes it can be an, uh, an excited or like, exaggerated response but it is a response that we should listen to and it should help us to change what we are doing right right yeah so um i I really find that interesting and i spend a lot of time like yourself educating people that you know maybe we should pull it back maybe we should do something different and that that pain that you're feeling is not something that you have to just push through totally understand and can relate to having those moments with my patients and clients yeah, man. Yeah, same, same, same. Yeah, I I definitely contested that, and and I definitely would like to 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 set the framework to to continue to talk about this some more. But man, we gotta we we gotta move on from this topic. But um, man, I I could talk pain in in sports performance all day long, man. We can we can nerd mm-hmm. out on a uh, definitely uh, another podcast whenever we bring you on. So cool, yeah. So um, you're an athlete, right? You're an athlete. Definitely. Cool, cool, cool. What are some things that like you do that like um, that uh, you see that works for yourself? Are mm-hmm. you following a particular training program? Or are you making some yourself? Can I tell the people out there a little bit about your your athleticism uh, and then about what are your training goals? Nice. So currently, I'm really working on sprinting. Sprinting has been a huge thing for me. Uh, I just it's just so applicable to all the things I love to do. Um, I love playing pickup basketball, especially here in New York City. Every block, there's a court, like literally, you know, and you can always find some really good runs here. And 
honestly, that's like the sport I played growing up. And it's really where I get to get that real athletic side out of me. So um, everything related to sprinting and becoming a stronger sprinter is really what I've been focusing on. Um, I'm on a very specific uh, program, really uh, based on just changing the way I move to be more dynamic and plyometric, essentially, uh, so that I can perform better in that way. Um, essentially, I've been working on that for a while. I have a sprint coach, actually. I, and I, I suggest everyone out there, even the coaches, right. go and get yourself a coach. Like, uh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing better than that accountability and having another person to look at your body and look at what you're doing because um, it's hard. It's, it's really hard to look at yourself all the times. You can't see every angles just by uh, having your cell phone set up. And um, just having another mind to, to give you another viewpoint on how you should go about your training is really huge. Um, I'm going to be a lifelong athlete, and I'm always going to be working toward a specific goal. And um, I find that that best helps me to understand my athletes, right? because I go through the nicks and the minor injuries that you get from training. And um, I have to prioritize recovery because I'm lifting just like they're lifting. I'm running just like they're running. I'm performing just how they want to perform. Um, recovery has been a big thing for me. Um, mostly I've been using the sauna a lot. I've been nerding out on the sauna and really getting precise with my, uh, with my sauna journey here. That's really a, a part of my like recovery that's pretty new for me, but ha I've been seeing great results with that. Yeah, man, I love everything that you said, but I really want to focus on two things real quick. For one, you talk about actually, again, practice what you preach and coaches, find a coach. I know, you know, my, my goal is for this not only to go out to, you know, other PTs and stuff, but to go to coaches and to go to athletes. You know, coaches, find a coach because the coolest thing has, has been for me, especially since I've been coaching a lot and becoming a clinician and someone just to reevaluate what I'm doing. Like, Hey, you know, work mm -hmm. on this today, you know, focus on this. And for me to say that same thing to somebody else, another thing you mentioned is, you know, going through those normal aches and pains that athletes will go through. You know, I hurt my back. I, I'll admit I hurt my back last week. Uh, and I don't need anything silly, just something that just happened. So I told you, yeah everybody that would listen when we have a small conversation before I coach them, Hey, tweak my back, tweak my back, tweak my back. And to tell them exactly what I'm going to do. I'm taking this week off. And so next time I tell them when they have something going on, Hey, you know, take a week off and then trying to ease back into, I told them exactly what my plan is. And they were like, Oh, okay. You know, thank you. know, thanks for letting me know. So, you know, again, how like you handle those situations as not only being an athlete and being coached, but also as someone who has to deal with those aches and pains and next time you tell an athlete, you know, you know, Hey, you know, I think you should do this, but you didn't listen to your own advice. <laughs> you know, so exactly. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, no, truth be told, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm going to start progressive loading in the next week or so should be good to go. Really? So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Excellent, man. And I, and I think that right there, like you living it, you living what we're doing, makes you an amazing clinician there's nothing like being able to relate to the feeling there's nothing like that i don't know about you but whenever i'm feeling a certain way i like to talk to someone who can relate to what i'm going through right Absolutely. you know someone who can say oh you know I, I dealt with that this is what i did 
or even someone that can listen and understand what it feels like. And you can tell from the look on their face how it feels not to be able to go to, go to the gym or, or go and play ball or go and run because you too have dealt with an injury. You too have dealt with that overuse injury. Is this, this something too that, that I feel like unless you do it, you cannot relate. You really can't understand what this person is going through. And that, and that's huge for our buy-in as clinicians. Like, um, I just, I, I really work on transparency. Like I let people know that I'm not perfect. I'm also on this journey as well. Right. Um, you might, you might see me here doing some rehab exercises because I have many things I need to work on. Right. And, um, once again, just to reiterate, get yourself a coach, all the PTs out there and really start moving, feel it. Before you tell someone else what to do, make sure you can feel it as well. <laughs> right, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, what am I supposed to feel doing this? It's like, oh, I can tell you exactly because I was shaking doing that same exercise last week. So here, this is what it's supposed to look like. So yeah, no, and then you know, like you know, it it it, it just helps me become a better you know clinician. If you are a clinician, like if you're an athlete listening to this, you know, obviously you are being coached. But if you're or kind of following your own program at the time, you know, find someone to just take another eye on it, you know, refocus your training goals, whatever it can be. And then obviously if you're a coach um, and you're working out yourself and practicing what you preach, definitely get another eye for yourself. Um, my mama, uh, she's in the, the, the world of like psychology and sociology. So she said every quack needs a quack. So I just want to throw that out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every quack needs a quack. So every coach needs a coach. Every athlete needs another athlete that they can kind of, bounce ideas off of and every clinician needs another like-minded clinician like me and uh, Dr. Olu's on, uh, on right now um, talking about stuff. So cool, man. So in the last two minutes, you know, please tell people where they can find you. Let's kind of uh, tend, you know, start wrapping things up. I, again, you have some really great content out there. If people want to reach out to you, learn more about your sports performance side, wellness side, or if they're in New York, want to stop by a fit club and kick it with you and Dr. Kells and the team. All right, everybody, you can find me on Instagram at Olu underscore DPT. That is O-L-U underscore DPT. Additionally, you can follow Fit Club at Fit Club NY. So that's F-I-T-C-L-U-B-N-Y. And um, that's essentially where you can find me. Drop a DM. I usually respond ASAP if I'm not treating a patient. And I love to help anybody out. If you're in New York City and you need help moving better, just know that the clinician who is also an athlete is ready to help you. This is what I live for. Cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. And again, I can get tests. These, these, uh, these, <laughs> those gentlemen and those ladies as part of Fit Club do not play, man. They are, they are serious and uh, you know, he's no exception to that to that rule. So thank you, Dr. Olu, again for coming on to the show. We'll put all of this great content into the show notes for you all to, to, to follow Fit Club and Dr. Dr. Olu himself. Um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure, man. Thanks thanks uh, for coming on. So uh, with and that thank being- you very much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it, and I, I really hope to build with you some more as we go through this journey, helping people move better. Yeah, man, for sure. Hey, we're, we're young, we're hungry, and uh, we're definitely getting after it. So this journey is going to be a long one, but I think at the end of the day, when we finally decide to rest, when I don't know when that's going to be, 
uh, will help uh, a lot of people move better, man. So yeah, let's let's definitely uh, uh, have uh, you come back on and talk about this journey again, and uh, you know, talk about some new topics. And uh, I, again, I hope our listeners really appreciate um, you know what we were uh, talking about today. Definitely, bro. Thank you for having me on. Have a great night. Yeah, for sure, man. So everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to that episode of the High Impact Health Podcast. As always, please increase your sports performance, always push towards wellness, and always promote uh, your overall health. Thanks, everybody.